<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. So much to get into, man. I, I thought it was in, gonna be insane last week with recapping WrestleMania. Well, <laughs> hold my beer, my friend. Oh my God, you ain't kidding. Jeez, <laughs> hold my beer is right. What a week! What a week, ladies and gentlemen. Sons of Slam is back for another edition of Mayhem and Hijinks. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mister Joe Black. Sir, what is good? I'm good. Okay. Not too bad. Right. Still working. Working five days, Mr. Essential. Still mask and everything. That's your new name, by the way. Gloves and all day. Your new wrestling Mr. Essential. Mr. Essential, Joe Black. Mr. Essential, the Reaper. I'll even take Mr. Mayhem. Mr. He's going to have a tough one with that. I know he's going to say some shit about it. But, you know, I'm doing good. Uh, Still healthy. Healthy, wealthy, and wise, you know? Oh, we're wealthy, too. Nice. Can't complain. Good for you. Can't can't complain right now. So much. I mean, I could. It's very easy for me to complain. But, you know, I won't. Thank you, I appreciate it. Anytime. So much, <laughs> so much shit to get into, man. Um, <laughs> let's just dive into the insanity that was just this week. And unless there's anything else you want to talk about, I mean, this is as inside, outside the ring as we can possibly get um, before we get to like all the, the other shows that <laughs> we're able to still go on despite the, the axe being dropped. Um, there's a couple things I have other than the firings. I did not get a full list. I just assumed that I have a picture of it 
and uh, I knew we were going to get into it, so mm. I knew you were going to do your research. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you looking you look to me for the research. Um, rest in peace. Rest in peace to Hank Steinbrenner. Hank Steinbrenner. The owner of the Yankees mm. passed away. 63. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't that. That's a young boy. A little not, bit. Not, uh, not COVID related. This is. Uh, no. He had longstanding just, health issues. Yeah. Um, it was not a good. Uh, it was not a good week for the Yankee uh, organization. Not for the Yankee organization. Uh, rest in peace to Hank. Rest in peace to uh, the greatest announcer of all time, the Fink. Yes, Mr. Howard the Fink. Fink. Like there is no that other. Was... I, my, I know you're you're fifty years younger than me, but that was my my childhood was just every WrestleMania hearing that voice, uh, coming down the aisle. Just it was just great. And so, rest and new is kind of his and name. new, yes, yeah. God, that was like the best you know part of when someone won a belt recently. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat when he won the Intercontinental title, mm-hmm. and that first and new that was just like one of the more iconic ones. Yeah, and new. <laughs> rest, ah, in peace. Think, rest in peace, rest in peace. He was he his health has been failing in the past couple of years though. So, I mean. Maybe he's in a better place. He's definitely in a better place, especially with yeah. everything going on right now. And uh, the business that he... Do you have anything else before I, before I jump right into this shitstorm um, shit of a week disaster? There's a whole... I do have a good... Not even that much. One of them is... Can we just talk about WWE now being labeled yes as an essential business in florida let's get into into that which will lead into exactly what we were going to talk about so exactly essential business uh as deemed by florida governor ron DeSantis, um meaning it could continue to broadcast live shows from its facility as long as fans were not in attendance yes okay basically because where they were operating under the uh like under the guise of news crew like they're media related okay so that's how they were trying to work around it at first. Now the governor just came out and said, WWE is an essential business. So there's that. Um, and then they but also, yes, go ahead. I just, honestly, this dawned on me. WWE is an essential business in Florida. What about Connecticut? So you're going to have an on, event. On in- May 10th in Connecticut, are they going to be labeled an essential business by then? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a that's a good point. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hoping that they worked that out before they made that announcement. I know, right? So yeah, they they fucking better off. <laughs> I mean, knowing Vince, he probably he he definitely did some shit. You know what I mean? Uh, well, speaking of doing some shit, not um, underhanded, but like he got shit done. Well, that's what I'm saying. So let's 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 talk about Vince and, and underhandedness for a second here. So, uh, this this was on uh, this was posted on Instagram in the past few days. Wall Street has reportedly lost complete faith in Vince McMahon due to the crash of the XFL. Uh, the recap, really quick recap of that: they he basically filed a bankruptcy, and the contracts that the coaches were supposed to get, the two-year contracts that these head coaches and, and assistant coaches were supposed to get, uh, they don't have to; they're not getting now. Uh, they got the one-year payout, and because of the bankruptcy filed, these coaches are are uh, SOL. Um, so back to what I was saying here. Vince McMahon lost complete faith in Vinnie Mac due to the crash of the XFL and how it was canceled with investors being screwed over. Now today, the whole scandal about him potentially paying Florida to let him conti- to let them continue doing live shows has come out and has, in a matter of hours, gone mainstream, gotten mainstream news 
worldwide, which is undoubtedly going to put more pressure on him to leave. This article is talking about him leaving the WWE. The, the, the title of this article, by the way, is called Could Vince McMahon Finally Be Stepping Down from WWE? They clearly don't know who they don't know who they're talking about. Yeah, they don't know who Uh, they're dealing with. He said, "Finally, I can confirm that several high up WWE wrestlers and officials were extremely unhappy with the way today's announcement about the releasing talent was revealed, and that once this is all over, there could well be backlash from it." Um, yeah. So that's there's an aspect of of uh, a payout to be able to be called essential. Uh, meanwhile, Damn. people like Dana White are trying to figure out like how to get his his pay per view off the ground. He got com- completely squashed by Disney uh, higher ups uh, in trying to get two forty nine off the ground. Yeah. Um, the, the, in California, that was completely uh, by California and Disney uh, completely uh, axed out. And so you have that, but then Vince McMahon, who who WWE is basically setting the groundwork for what's about to happen. It's funny enough in the future in the future for all sports. Yep. Right now, for this for this upcoming next next couple months, foreseeable future. Yeah, but they can do it. They can do it. UFC can do it. Right. Barring all the, if you have the proper testing and the proper cha- the proper channels to go to, mm. to go through. Sorry. Mm. Um, you you can pull off something like WWE, something like UFC, fight combat, individual based sports, tennis even. Right. You can pull off tennis. You can do golf. You can do all of it. The ones you can't do, stuff like baseball, football, soccer is even questionable because that's a lot of people. But there's gonna... 11 people each side. I believe in soccer. Mm. Don't take my word on that. Not a big soccer fan. Neither am I. Exactly. It's not important. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're right. It's not. No, but like hockey, you might be able to get away with. They're they're you know somewhat large teams with hockey, but if you have the proper testing and 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 the, the proper guidelines to go through right. it, it 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 could work i mean that could work that's exactly what they're talking about it's like just having the proper testing to do this especially for baseball because they it's been talked about for the last like two three weeks how they're going to have their biodome uh baseball thing going on and basically for the next four months have no contact with the outside world other than where they are in arizona and florida to compete against each other and basically have these tests available um and they just yeah. can't leave once it once they once they're tested they can't leave and that's it. Um, someone brought up a good point on Michael K, the Michael K show that uh, you're you're testing the, the players. What about the facility workers like at the hotels and and these all people the personnel all personnel like you got to yeah. like get like every single person has to go through this. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so uh, in, in attachment to the the Florida thing, uh, WWE said in a statement that the personnel decisions were necessary cost reductions made in response to the coronavirus, and in the same exact statement, WWE said that it had substantial, quote, substantial financial resources, both available cash and debt capacity, which currently total approximately half a billion dollars, meaning that they could have really just paid everybody yeah. <laughs> um, to to kind of just stick around and but it, not have to fire this, this talent. People, if, if you look at the list of people, it's a lot of people that were related to the live event shows. Like the house shows, so the, the house, the house show talent, yes, you know the main event talent, right? Not not the not, show, not the show main event, right? The not show main event, yes, yes. In the <laughs> main event. Clarify that, yes, the show main event, exactly, right, right. But two hundred five main all, event, talent. and all those producers too. All those producers are very heavily influenced with the live event aspect, <laughs> as well as some other people. There were a lot of, 
there were a lot of shockers on there for me. So the it comes to find out actually today before we started recording this that uh, some of the producing talent um, might be furloughed, which is actually better news having having found that out now. Um, so the, the talent themselves being let go, but the producers and we'll get to the list actually right now um, of the of the let go talent here so let's let's begin this and we'll, we'll go through each one really quickly um let's see starting starting on the bottom uh of the rung here so john uh quasto quasto i didn't even he's part uh, of, he got signed by nxt yeah, quasto uh made the announced announced team at april Josiah williams you forgot that one first one well i was yeah i was gonna go up i was gonna go up here oh, so so right. him and then josiah williams mm-hmm. uh so wrestle and flow uh made his uh, posted WWE theme remixes under YouTube. 2019 joined NXT. He was the one that that came out with Adam Cole. He came out with Adam Cole on air in his on air social yeah. media host uh, the Performance uh-huh. Center. Okay. In uh, creative, uh-huh. Andrea Listenberger uh, in the ref. Okay. Now my my most shocked one of all the names. Yes. <laughs> of all one, the names, this one caught me. This one caught me the most. Uh, Mike Kyoto, uh, the only referee to be let go. The only referee. In thir- of all the people too, like yeah. 30, 31 years. Thirty one years of of service to WWE. They they let him go and little Nate still there. It's little Nate though. Come on, boy. I know. It was my Kyoto. Come on. It was Kyoto. You said Kyoto. It was like, okay, it's it's about to be like a main event wrestling uh, uh event here. This is um, true. The yeah. referee is Mike Kyoto. Mike Kyoto, man. That's awesome. yeah, just insane. Oh, he was uh he refereed classic yeah. matches such as the uh the one, two, three kids upset over Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels against Steve Austin at uh WrestleMania fourteen. Um became a SmackDown senior referee after the brand, the first brand split. So he was he was OG as OG gets. Uh spent yeah. time as Raw Brands head chief, head ref. I um, have two really quick things on Fink. Yeah. He had the original uh, WrestleMania streak. Do you remember that? Yes. He had. He was there from WrestleMania one, one. until WrestleMania uh, twenty four. Okay, yeah, it was, it was, some, it was something like that. Yeah. It was really recent. Mm-hmm. And um, he was WWF employee zero 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 one. Really, he was the first employee hired by. Vincent K. McMahon, hmm. even though he was originally hired by Vincent J. McMahon. Okay. So, wow. two interesting uh, topics. That was always his claim of fame thing. Ah, uh, Mike Kyoto. Um, exactly. Both Jerry people. Soto uh, worked as an announcer for WWE for nine years. Uh, <laughs> Aiden English as announcer that one, for that one 205 I Live. Like, I mean, wow. Yeah. He was, uh, started, that one was interesting. Started as a wrestler uh NXT with Simon Gotch, Gotch, uh, it was like, oh, and then Aiden English, uh, his his wrestling career uh, kind of fizzled out, but then he became the announcer for <laughs> Rusev Day, famously Rusev Day, um, and then became a 205 Live announcer. Do you remember when uh, he shaved his head mid-WrestleMania in, uh, or, in I do. Uh, New Orleans? I do. God, that was one of the greatest, <laughs> one of the greatest Easter eggs of all time. I do. Um, ironically, they just showed WWE 24, uh, the New Orleans uh WrestleMania 34 and uh, on, on the network, and him coming out announcing Rusev Day, and then Rusev just barreling out, and it was just it just uh-huh. kind of it just kind of sucks seeing the both of them, and they it was like the most over thing than was Rusev Day. Yeah. Um, let's see, as far as uh, let's see, uh, coaches there, Chris Guy, Kendo Kashkin, Serena Deeb, um, producers. Here we go. So 
Lance, now again, as I mentioned, these are, according to the report, they're furloughed, meaning that uh, they're let go for now. But uh, just like yeah. just like, Dis- like my friend who actually works with Disney, um, Disney World, mm. he uh, they're being uh, furloughed. Uh, so basically, when when they reopen, they'll be back. But as of right now, yeah. no pay. You go collect unemployment, no pay. Collect unemployment. Like they they're co- they're getting covered as far as insurance goes. I do not know how this works out for them, but the furlough talent uh, are just the producers right now. So. Uh, Lance Storm, who just joined as a producer uh, November of last year in 2019, um, and he's uh, Lance Storm is Lance Storm. He's talking about ECW yep. fame, WCW, uh, WWE very very short time, um, and then just became, became a producer a couple months ago and uh, was let go. Uh, Sarah Stock, former uh, professional wrestler with TNA, uh, see Scott Armstrong for years. Uh, you know, wrestled the WWE, also a referee, also a referee. Uh, Sean Devari. Uh, wrestler became a backstage uh, producer. Uh, Pat Buck. Let's see here, Pat Buck. That was a big one because, like, you know, you know, he's gonna land on his feet. He has a Creator Pro with um, um, another guy who we're gonna talk about in a couple minutes, uh, Kurt Hawkins. Mm. That's their wrestling school in Long Island. Yes. So he's been doing like Pat Buck has been doing all this wrestling stuff for years. Great wrestling mind. Uh, <laughs> Bray Wyatt's dad. <laughs> Mike Rotunda. Yeah, IRS. IRS Mike Rotunda. Um ironically, IRS got released on tax day. On tax day. Go, about fucking, that? go fucking figure. <laughs> go figure. Uh Billy Kidman, who's been a producer for years and years and years mm-hmm. and years. Uh and t- since two thousand seven. So we talk about thirteen years as a uh as a producer backstage. Uh Shane Helms, Hurricane. Uh, another producer. I guess been... hurricane season is over. It's over. It's fizzled out. <laughs> uh January twenty nineteen, he became a producer. You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> and Fit Finley, uh, the Fit. Um, that one hit hard. That that's that's a big one. Cause he was like the biggest part. That's me. He was like the biggest part of the women's, the yes. women's evolution. Huge hand in women's evolution. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I gotta plug this computer in real quick. Give me a second. Uh, let's see here. So, and then we go into talent list. So. Uh, start from the again, starting from the bottom, and then we're here. So Alexander Jasic, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, German wrestler, uh, was uh, in and out of NXT until late 2019. Uh, Alyssa Marino uh, joined NXT brand in January of this year. <laughs> Just joined. Uh, MJ Jenkins uh, joined in July of 2018. Uh, competed in the uh, 2018 May Young Classic, and. Uh, See, it was eliminated in the first round by Rhea Ripley. Go figure. Um, see here, uh, and then she, geez, in, in all this too, um, MJ Jenkins uh, had her brother-in-law uh, passed away from COVID nineteen, so she oh she God. lost she just lost family members uh, to this, and then she, she gets let go. Uh, Dan Matha, otherwise known as uh, Dory Mack, he was uh, part of NXT also. Uh, Diana Perazzo, good God, I loved her. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love her so much. She was she initially started as a rosebud in Adam Rose's group with the party goers, and then she broke off and she uh she was kind of doing job work uh, with uh NXT. She just lost to uh, Nia Jax on April sixth on Raw, um, and then she was like, oh, the virtuosa, uh, Epico and Primo, the Colognes, fi- I guess finally like, oh, I don't know. I do know they were still around. Um, yeah, they were. They had that the uh. Primo, the both of them were in uh, in Puerto Rico. Remember, Primo had that, uh, that yes, uh, the travel wellness uh, violation. Oh, the wellness violation! Right, right, right. Yes, the wellness so, violation. 
this one hit hard for me, especially with knowing his um, uh, mental uh, struggles. Uh, Leo Rush. His journey. Leo Rush uh, started um, a mouthpiece for Bobby Lashley. Uh, actually started NXT, moved up to, to the mouthpiece for Bobby Lashley because God, God knows he needed one. Uh, it didn't work out, and then he went through struggles with WWE, kind of left, came back, became the Cruiserweight champion, and he was he had a great run and uh, kind of just dropped that belt. And after that was barely seen again, maybe seen like once or twice after that. Yeah. Um, Eric Young, just another, uh, another name in a long list of names that WWE just could not do anything with i mean you're talking about a, a world champion with tna and then just just uh came over here with sanity and just kind of like fizzled it wasn't really he was the biggest part of sanity when they were in nxt and then literally everybody from sanity got level they leveled up big time except for eric except young. for eric young go, go Nikki cross is a champion alexander wolf is part of one of the most dominant factions in nxt kind mm. of yeah. and uh <laughs> um even Killian Dane. Killian Dane has had a couple, uh, you know, championship matches. He hasn't won anything right. of, of sorts, but they've all been doing very well for themselves. Except, except for, for Eric. Young. Except for Eric Young, the leader of the other group. Ah, uh, no way, Jose. I'm sorry, Rob. <laughs> One of his favorite wrestlers, no way, Jose, uh, being let go. And um, we were joking around watching Raw. <laughs> watching Raw that uh, uh, if he he I mean, he mentioned on Twitter that he was he was making a return uh, to Raw, and then all of a sudden. Um, you just bye bye. He you see him in the ring, like they you know how they do the int- introductions for everybody else, and then you know the jobber's already in the ring without it without a, a ramp introduction. You know it was gonna be bad. And didn't yeah. know it was gonna be this bad. Like two days later, after all that, he was gonna get let go. Um, let's see who else? Oh, his kids. Oh, uh, no. his kids. Heath Slater. Heath. Bro, he's got Slater. kids, man. <laughs> yeah, kids. That, this one is fucked up. Uh, member of NXT's very first season, and he was uh, OG Nexus. The Nexus, one of OG the most Nexus, yep, most dominant factions ever. Can we um, just uh, really quickly first dive uh, into first how Smack- this I'm prophecy? Sorry. I'm sorry. First, uh, first SmackDown title uh, tag team holder. Go ahead. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Him and uh, and Rhino. And right? Rhino. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So the the prophecy. Is finally going to be fulfilled. Okay. Okay. After all these fights. Heath Slater needed to get out for a couple years. Mm -hmm. Do his deal on the indies. It's going to take a couple years. Now, especially. Because of all this shit that's going on right now. Right. But the prophecy will be fulfilled. And all three, three members of the 3MB are going to be world champions. (laughs) Guaranteed. You can get a Guaranteed. You can get listen. Never say never. People have been like, go obviously from WWE have come back. CM Punk. It happened um, with the both of them, with yeah. the both other members of Three MB, and now it needs to happen with. That's right. Later. They both. That's right. All yeah. They both left uh, McIntyre and, and for and a Hall. year or two, and then they came back. Came back. And dominated. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Well, to to dominate to have a belt. Yeah. That's that's pretty dominant. Um. So he's later is gone. Um. This one hit me uh, just just in seeing this list because of the tweet that she put out. So, um, Mike and Maria Canellis and Maria posted on the Twitters. She said, quote, yes, I just had a baby nine weeks ago. Yes, my husband was released. Yes, I was in debt in a, a, a debt in a ledger for WWE that no longer a exists. Debit. debit in the ledger for Her WWE that no longer exists during a recession and a pandemic. Is life not fair? You are damn right. It, it isn't. Still, still doesn't matter. Diapers to change and milk to buy. Hashtag milk money. 
I want to see her and Maurice return and go into a tag team called MILF Money. <laughs> that would be awesome. MILF Money. It would not happen in WWE, but yeah. It... No, you have a faction bringing the Bella Twins too? Whoa. Yeah. Nice. God, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kurt Hawkins. Mr. Kurt Hawkins. So you, you had mentioned as far as the, was it Kurt that you said as far as the wrestling school? Yes. Okay. Creator uh, Pro, I believe. Creator Pro. That is that. That's in Long Island. Mm-hmm. Long Island. And I then they got they they do shows in Jersey too and shit like that. Okay. Tri-state. Let's call it the tri-state area. Tri-state area. Okay. This one by far, by far, by far, by 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 far, 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 by far, hit me the most, and that is Drake Maverick. Um. The and, video. And, oh yes, it was a video. And the only reason why was because of the video, and he, you just saw. And it, 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 it starts with the, the tweet is titled My Immediate Thoughts. Like this happened on April 15th at 2.39 p.m. So basically like two hours after everything went down. So this yeah. is like fresh. This was fresh. If you have not seen this video, go go on his uh, it's WWE Maverick. He was just crying for the past two hours after the conference call at 12. And then for the next 39 minutes, he was like, all right, I got this. And yeah. As soon as he turned no. on the camera, he went. <laughs> he, was, he was done. He was done. So it's just and you saw that this was just like the idea I've been a lot about drake maverick and how he is not even just a wrestler he's like one of the biggest wrestling fans ever i heard a story where they were at a bar and they were all drink like him probably ec3 and sam roberts or some shit they were at a bar whoever was drinking and drake maverick out of nowhere just started rambling off all of the wrestlemania's main events from one to present hmm. Then he went from all of the WWE champions from one to present. It's like he it after I heard that story, I I felt real bad. I was like, damn, yeah. that like you, th- this is really all that he. It's all he knows. It's all it's all he knows. Exactly, it's all he knows. And and he, uh, he, and he <laughs> I, listen. I you say as far as like McMahon just not knowing once again what to do with wrestlers and putting people in situations that they just have no idea because what to do with because he's not six four and, and weighs three hundred pounds and is rock you know chiseled out of granite. Four, two twenty. Um but he 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 made that twenty four seven just uh, title entertaining. Um yeah. he was he's, he's actually a, a really good performer. Mm-hmm. Um and so he put this thing he'll do anything. He will do yeah, for the, anything for the business and he did it. And so going from TNA to this was his according to him was like his dream. And he um, he posted on uh, on Twitter that he's he's part of the he's part of this cru- NXT Cruiserweight uh, tournament. And yeah, if you if <laughs> I forgot you, about that. if you've ever if you've just just having smarts, <laughs> just having smarts. If you're like, oh shit, he's in this tournament. I I, I want to root for him, but you know his outcome. Like he's gonna lose at some point. <laughs> so because he's not in the in the company anymore. So it's just it's 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 very sad to just watch him go through all this. And he and he says in the video, like you get to see me last time. Uh, I get a couple more times to wrestle, but this might be it for me. That's a sad statement to make. Like you know that your career is over. <laughs> and just like this is it. Unless it's like unless things start to to materialize as far as indie promotions opening up again. This is it for him, so it's yeah. it's just it just sucks. It just I mean, sucks. let's be honest, he could get into AEW real easily. I'm sure he could. I'm sure like he, very easily. Yeah, no, I'm sure he could. I'm sure they're not hiring. I'm sure there's a freeze going on right now, but I'm sure he could. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, TNA, and speaking of Drake Maverick, EC3, um, 
how EC3 came up. It, it came into the WWE and had Drake Maverick as like a mouthpiece for a hot second. Um, they did nothing with him. They they only did it at house shows. They did they did that. Well, they did it. Like, they, I they remember, didn't even do it on television. I remember it happening like once or twice on TV, um, for like Raw. Uh, yeah, that was it. And they probably played it off like they just so happened to be at the same place at the same time. Right. Right. Uh, he he bullshit because that worked in TNA. It did. Having Drake, having Rockstar Spud and EC3, Ethan Carter the third. Rockstar Spud, yeah, yeah. So it's just you—you you have a champion. He was and he was great in, in TNA as far as like on the mic. He was he was awesome. EC3, um, was just another like Eric Young situation where you just bring him in and you just have no idea what to do with him. You just want to have talent, just to have talent from other organizations and maybe people might know who who he is, um. So you put him on TV and and maybe hopefully it catches on and they just did nothing. I mean you you couldn't you can't think of one thing that they possibly did with him other than have him chase around for the twenty four seven title. Like it was just a, a waste. Peeing his pants. And peeing his pants. A waste of time. <laughs> just a complete waste of time. Um, and, and it's, it's unfortunate because he's he's like I said he's a really good talent. Yeah, they both were really. They both are. They both were. Ah, yeah. uh, oh, Sarah. Sarah. Another Logan. good talent. Sarah Logan just losing, just lost on Raw. Literally just lost on Raw to uh, Shayna Baszler in like a squash. And that's her, that was like the the back half of her career with WWE was just squash matches. And um, ever since freaking Ruby Riot got hurt, the worst thing yeah. that could have happened to Sarah Logan's career is for Ruby Riot to get hurt. Get hurt, yeah. Yep. The Riot Squad, that was it. That was it. Uh, and then the greatest tag team of all uh, in, in the world, apparently, uh, gets yes. let go. They just, uh, just let him go. Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson. Um, and, and when they when they made the announcements, Carl Anderson's name was first without Gallows. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah. you, just, you just broke him up like that? That was weird. And then they announced Gallows' name. I feel bad for AJ. AJ feels, I, I read somewhere that AJ feels real guilty about it. Now, why would he feel guilty about it? Because he felt like he couldn't protect him. AJ's, AJ is somewhat of a, let's call it a made man hmm. in the WWE. I feel like he. I think he feels he doesn't have enough pull where he could have let those guys stay. And yeah. they just signed huge contracts. They also just they just performed in the Boneyard match, Boneyard match for WrestleMania 36. Yeah, um, they, they were a huge part of it, and uh, <laughs> and then just just bounced. They're going to be back in They're WWE back. or somewhere. Do you think? I don't think they'll be back in WWE right away. Mm-hmm. I think eventually they will be back in WWE. Where do you think they sign first? I mean, they should go to. Uh... I know the easy answer is AEW. Like the easy answer, the always... easy answer is AEW. But I'd rather see them go to New Japan and rekindle with the original Bullet Club. Okay. Him, them, Tama, Fale, they, all, they, all yeah. of them. They were there. Jay White. They were there eight years. Wow. In uh, New Japan. Um, yeah, they were there for a while. For, for a long time. Remember, yeah. Luke Gallows had a lot of a lot of time between Festus and Big Luke Gallows. Right. A yeah. lot. Um, so yeah, uh, Bullet Club members Gallows and Anderson are gone. Uh, Rowan, the next, the next member of the Dark Order is <laughs> right. Bring him over. Rowan, bring him over. Him and his stupid spider. <laughs> what? Jeez. I mean, speaking of of. Uh, of members that you you kind of floundered when they had was kind of cut off so you had bray wyatt lead these two in rowan and uh and harper and uh then the the whole Wyatt family kind of disbanded and then these two were just kind of like like you know they had nothing really to do purgatory 
That's it. And so, you know, Harper can go, uh, peace out, be the leader, uh, his own leader in, in a whole other faction and a whole other wrestling crew um, over in uh, Dark Order AEW. And then the Rowan just has the, the stupidest uh, storyline I've ever seen in my entire life. If Rowan does outs- what if Rowan does uh, anything outside the WWE, mm. like what Luke Harper is doing, like what Braun Strowman is doing, like Bray Wyatt is doing right now, mm. you could put the bride, the the bride, the Wyatt family up there as like one of the most successful tag teams outside of WWE, or to to never flourish in WWE, right? Like they all could have done great, but there was just something about WWE that was just like, eh, we're not going to really push these guys that much. It's so weird. <laughs> it's just, I know. Just again, it's just a waste of talent. Like you just it, either you're on the very top of the rung or you're just like a B card, and then you know it doesn't yeah. matter what you do. Zack Ryder. That one hit. Yeah, uh, that's a hit. that's a hitter. Yeah, Z hit. the true it, true Long Island story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he. He was an edgehead too. Well, even even Hawkins, but Hawkins went away. Zack Ryder hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah, he's he's been around. He's been around since he was an edgehead. He was around. He became a two thousand seven was when him and Hawkins de- uh, debuted. Mm-hmm. And it, that's ridiculous, man. Way back, thirteen yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, and then fourteen years. And then last year, last year at WrestleMania uh, in in New York, uh, they winning the titles. And I mean that, that that didn't last that long, but they had their moment, which is which is great. Yeah. But he had his own moment too when he won the IC title. Yeah, lost it the next day, but you know he still, still had moment. he still had the moment. Zack Ryder gone. Kurt's angle. Kurt Angle yeah. had his retirement match with against Baron Corbin uh, at WrestleMania 35 last year, which was just a, a stupid uh, storyline for him to go through. Um, became a producer I hope backstage. Jason Jordan's okay. Yeah, son, man. I don't know if he's gonna. I haven't seen him in a while either, so I don't know if he's he's not let go. Jason Jordan is <laughs> still backstage. He's still backstage. Um, yeah, Angle Angle just got the job too, and he was kind of like, okay, yeah, <laughs> just like um, I'm sorry I had to go, but you know, it's I I just literally got it, and it's you know, thanks for the I opportunity. Feel like so many of these people are gonna eventually be back in the WWE. I can some, see. Well, I can see him coming back. Like, all these all these producers again, like I said, being furloughed. I can see him coming back. Uh, I can't believe they left Kurt Angle as a wrestler and not a producer. Like I understand he wasn't he was a wrestling not too long ago, but eh. Hmm. Like he was more backstage at this point, I think. Even oh, yeah, said Kurt, Kurt Angle transitioned into a backstage role as a producer after his retirement match with Baron Corbin at WrestleMania 35 yeah. last year. Yeah. And uh, apparently he was doing well too there, but uh yeah. Well, the, well this actually the article says while the other producers were furloughed, Angle was under contract and released. So probably not <laughs> as far as seeing him again. Interesting. Yeah, why? Why? Why he was uh, ousted like that? All right. Um, oh, Rusev, no more Rusev Day. No, yeah, no, no more Rusev Day. It, it's it, this is this is sad only because you you had as I mentioned before with WrestleMania 34 and having that whole just blow the roof off the joint with you know uh, figuratively as far as Rusev Day and having that whole uh, storyline and that angle. Um, you you went out of WWE. You were there for years. You went out. Uh, said you signed a de- de- developmental deal in 2010. Uh, trained wow. with FCW, and then was at NXT until 2014. So you're talking about 10 years with WWE, which is a long. I mean, the shelf life of a of a wrestler yeah. is like a, a day. So to be there for for 10 years is great. But you went out. Uh, your last your last storyline was was a cheating uh, divorce scandal. 
storyline with Lana and Bobby Lashley. I mean, yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> of, of all things that, and and not only was that the storyline, but that storyline immediately crumbled uh, when you had, um, oh shit, the hell's her Liv name? Morgan. Liv Morgan come come in with this like lesbian storyline, and then that was just kiboshed. I Done. heard I heard something about that. Re- like actually, yep. this morning I read something about it that uh, Liv Morgan was just supposed to come off come in as a one off for the wedding. That was it. Mm. Right, I guess that was it. She huh? got so over that they were like, "I don't know what the fuck to do right now," and yeah. they just went with it. Yeah, and that was that. That's exactly what happened. So it was ridiculous. So it was stupid. fucking. It was ridiculous. So stupid. So apparently, with all these uh, cuts, the company will reportedly save seven hundred and three thousand dollars a month from the talent cuts. Uh, even though I again, that, as I we mentioned, reflects in the stock prices. I need that shit. That... <laughs> But even though, as I mentioned, we they do have a half a billion dollars, they have five hundred million dollars in reserve. Um, but they just want to keep that just because you know you could die with that. Wow, uh, take it with you. Um, twenty two wrestlers, twenty three wrestlers, uh, ten producers, three coaches, six other members of talent or creative. Uh, thirty two, three five. That's forty one people. Forty one. You know people. what it's being referred to as? Hmm. Black Wednesday. Did you just make that up or is that an actual thing? No, I heard I, I've been <laughs> I've been hearing it, okay. looking at it for the past fucking day and a half. Yeah. Black Wednesday. Black Wednesday. <laughs> wow. Shoot. Talk about Wednesday being the most interesting night of wrestling ever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go out. I mean, AEW's doing it, 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 they don't care, but you had NXT <laughs> that night have a have a show and, and and act like nothing happened just like you just had your nxt uh show and it was just like okay here's another wednesday night here's here's uh here's saxon and and uh and tom just announcing as if there's nothing going on it's just weird nxt two and oh in the past two weeks that's right that's right how about that how, how about that <laughs> it's just, right? isn't that weird isn't that weird how that works out like just it, and you can't even you can, and this like, week wasn't like the, there was nothing special this week Exactly. All the AEW smarts are going to be like, oh, Charlotte's the champion, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yo, no championship has been defended, really. No. Like the tag team titles are defended, but Matt Riddle's crazy over. Duh. Mm-hmm. Bro. <laughs> and 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 we got debuts. We got it was it was great. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had, yeah, we had even, debuts. All the AEW smarts can't even be like it was Charlotte. They can't. You can't because what Charlotte had one pro, two promos maybe. She, that was it, and they were all pre-filmed. Which yes, which most of everything has been pre-filmed. But her, I want to talk about it again later on when we get to Wednesday. Um, that it was one of the best promos I've I've seen in a while. Which yeah. were Charlotte's, and so yeah, you still have the, things are are going on. It's not like like time stops, but it's just unfortunate having forty-one people just bounce like that. And again, you you were right, and actually I mentioned that I, I, you had said it to me around when that happened. Uh, I think it was by a text uh, yeah. that it was just basically just the the house show guys, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, no, you're right. It's it's the house show guys, but it's something about having the house show guys there, <laughs> and in such a way, I understand if it would be like, all right, here's all right, eight English guy like a uh, best best wishes and future endeavors, blah blah there blah. A couple one, releases. two, two, three here and there. Like you had 41 yeah. people in one shot, dude. <laughs> and just... you didn't even name all of them. I think there were from there was some from NXT that you missed. No, I I. I did you talk about Tanara Conti? She I said I said Tanara. Uh, I didn't I didn't go into detail about it, but I, yeah, she got let go. But she was. I thought, she, that, I thought there were more from from NXT than she was. Uh, she was gone. I mean, she was technically gone a while ago. She wasn't officially let go. She was still doing house loops though. For NXT. Yeah. Really. Okay. Yeah. 
she, she complained about pain. on Instagram and then just like blurred out NXT. Like all the NXT turnbuckles, she yeah. just blurred them out. Yeah. That was it. Really? Yeah. That's hysterical. <laughs> that's hysterical. Oh, it's great. You have someone on your roster that you just is not promoting your own <laughs> own product that she's working for. That is great. Um, yeah, but smoke show. That's what she was smoke show. Ah oh, man, rest in peace to the careers of of those guys and and the producers. We'll see back again when everything the shit stops. But uh, the furloughed uh, producers. But yeah, done, done, and done. Moving on, moving on. Um, so quickly with Monday Night Raw. So we we have the the Money in the Bank qualifiers. So this was kind of rumored from what I heard that uh, they didn't know what to do as far as the Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. They were still do like the PC thing. Um, but then they made the announcement this week that uh, on, on their Twitter, breaking WWE superstars will climb the corporate ladder at hashtag MITB, and the match will begin on the ground floor of WWE headquarters, but the briefcases will be hanging all the way up on the roof of the corporate tower. And this is your 2020 nice. Money in the Bank. Actually, I like this premise. <laughs> Me too. I kind of like Isn't it. it the, it's different. It's the premise from a, one of those... Oh, damn it. It's from like a... Like a party movie, where they had to make their. Uh, what was the one with? Use your words. Skylar Aston and uh, Miles Teller, twenty-one and over. Okay. You ever seen that movie? No, I have not. It's a. It's like a college party movie. Okay. But they go into a, a dorm room, I guess, and you got to get you got to do different drinking games to get to each level. Each next level, you get a new set of beads you put on. Okay. And when you get to the top level, you get a special set of beads, shit like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got to get to the boss level stuff, you know, right. shit like that. I that, think that's the movie. I think. Well, that this that, if they can do that, I think they're like a boss level, that'd be great. Um, oh, yeah. man. I'm really excited for this. Uh, official rosters for men and women. And it's going to be cinematic, too. Been decided yet. It will be cinematic. It should be the cinematic. That, that'd be awesome. Um, Let's see. Four four spots are confirmed thanks to Oscar, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, and Lacey, Lacey Evans and Sasha Banks. One of those two will take the fifth. And six qualifying the six qualifying match for a title shot has not been announced. Um, Sasha Banks is going to win. She should. She should absolutely. Yeah, that which just lands itself perfectly with uh, facing Bailey. Um, yep. Daniel Bryan is the only person to have uh, confirmed the spot. Uh, I'm more. <laughs> I was watching it on, uh, with Raw. I'm more interested in the women's side than the men's side here. I, I can't see like Rey Mysterio against Murphy. I'm glad to see Murphy back. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. It says Rey Mysterio. Okay. The one that just caught my eyes were yeah. Apollo Crews versus MVP. I want MVP to win that match. They they have Crews on it like a like a very small like push here. Yeah, I know. Which is kind but of weird, I, but I really want MVP to win that match and compete in the money in the bank ladder match. That'd be, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. His, his job is like his job now is jobber, yes. <laughs> MVP, high end jobber. Um, Gulak against King Corbin, Hall of Fame jobber. Hall, of, yeah. Calling MVP. I would say. Uh, you're calling MVP a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Ain't no stop. No, don't bend <laughs> Sorry, forgot him. I mixed them up. Which, by the way, that speaking of me. speaking of a very very quick side note here, speaking of uh, Hall of Fame, we had all these names that are supposed to go in this year. Has there been any word as to having some sort of like, or are they just going to push back the Hall of Fame until like a couple months Summer from now? Slam Survivor Series, that's what I would say. Okay, they should. Yeah, it's supposed if, to be, this, if this thing, we have Batista because WWE WL. can't mention it at all by name, absolutely not whatsoever. Okay. We call it the Crown. The Crown. Is mm-hmm. this what it is in Spanish? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. No. 
corona in Spanish is crown. That's okay. like the literal translation of it. Okay. So uh, the crown would uh, apparently it dies down in in hot temperatures. I, re- I read so, that. Yeah, I read that too. So is this may, maybe SummerSlam? SummerSlam in when is it? August. Mm-hmm. Could be. They should. Yeah, bring it. I, would, I I hope so. That'd be like the only because other. Because you need a live audience. I don't think you're gonna have live audience. Yeah, not, they're, they're talking about not having like concerts till like legitimately not having like concerts where you can get together with other people to the mid of next year. I really hope that doesn't happen. We're supposed to be going to Blood and Guts <laughs> in July. How's that a thing? <laughs> I don't want. To, How is that going to be a thing? Unless I don't want anything to be canceled again. I know. I know, dude. But oh man, dude, I know that would. I know. I know. Um, I think comedy, like comedy, comedy clubs are going to be like the first wave of people because not a lot of people, but it's enough where that would kind of restart the economy and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, so as I mentioned before, they, uh, uh, as noted, uh, WWE filmed material for Money in the Bank at, at HQ in Stanford earlier this week. So it has already happened, including content up on the roof. Uh, it looks like this is what we was filmed was for Money in the Bank. So this, I heard this about the done. roof. Uh, I heard about the roof gimmick before I knew about what Money in the Bank was going to be. Like everybody was speculating what money, what Money in the Bank was going to be is... all day on Monday. I think right. I saw that Sunday night. And then they all day Monday, it. people were just like, "I don't know what's going to happen." Right. Blah, blah blah blah. And now everybody knows. And then they announced it. Uh, this was originally supposed to be in uh, Baltimore's Royal Farms Arena, and uh, for obvious in reasons. which case it would have just been a regular Money in the Bank, and it wouldn't have been this whole right. deal. Right. Right. I think they should just do money in the bank that way from now on. From now on, <laughs> or if you started, just gotta. If you could start a it from, paintball match through, you got to make it to the top. If you could start it, everybody from, gets a paintball gun. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> no, just having guns. <laughs> if you could start it from outside, if you can have an arena money in the bank going forward, obviously you will. Start it from outside the arena. <laughs> start yeah, it from somewhere there else. You go and then find your way to get to the arena. Like have it like a start like a mile away. Start like a mile away. (laughs) Like you're in some other building a mile away, and then you have to find a way. You Uber it. You get somewhere. You run. (laughs) You get a rickshaw. Do something to get to the arena, and then you get the money in the bank. Have Um, you ever played Rocket League? I love that game. Okay, so you know how everybody starts in like different spots, and everybody's got to get to the ball in the Mm -hmm, middle, mm -hmm. like dodgeball essentially. Yes. What if you have everybody just sitting in the top row of the arena and just everybody's <laughs> spread out throughout? Everybody's got to make a beeline to the ring. That's how the match starts. You're gonna have some fan <laughs> just like put their fan out, their foot out and just trip some some guy and then it's gonna oh, bust man. bust their face. Wrestler gets wrestler gets the uh, yeah <laughs> broken broken femur because fan put foot out. Um, man. broken Jeff Hardy. <laughs> That's you stole my gimmick. Oh, uh, man. Uh, that's Money in the Bank there. Uh, quick, Quickly for Monday Night Raw, the only thing that really, uh, speaking of Money in the Bank, the only thing that that, uh, that had any interest or any kind of bearing on anything was the uh, the qualifying matches for Money in the Bank. Um, so you had Asuka defeat Ruby Riot. Shayna Baszler jobbed Sarah Logan in her, her final WWE match. Um, let's see here. Nia Jax uh, defeating Kyrie Sane. And like basically, like a that was like a squash. Like Kyrie saying, just it, it, she tried to put up a fight and having like a she's like five pounds soaking wet against Nia Jax. It, there was no contest there. Um, and then uh, that was that was it for the Money in the Bank qualifiers. Uh, yeah. And then you had um, we forgot a uh, uh, re- a release. Good. The revival. That was before that though. 
yeah, but still, like we we didn't address it. We've never talked about the revival release. I don't, I do not think so. No, we did because I remember I said I said we mentioned their their new names. We did. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, I did have one thing on top of that actually. Sure. Uh, WWE may have known that AEW taped so much TV that they released the revival, not knowing that they, you know, knowing that they wouldn't appear on AEW for a while. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess if that's if that's the the, the timeline of the things here. But but what I what I read was that their their contracts uh, sp- specifically stated that they don't have a non compete like those normal like sixty or ninety. Yeah, days. no, yeah. Their contract but didn't they, have that. They knew that. They knew that. Like re- realistically, they're they're going to AEW. Right. So they knew that AEW had taped so much stuff in advance that they were like, all right, we'll release them. Which makes it easier they're for probably them. Probably not going to gonna be on TV anywhere near in a month. Right. Which makes it easier for them to release them. What I'm saying is, even if even with the release, they they didn't have if if all the shit wasn't going down now, and they actually uh-huh. were were released, they could have been in AEW live, like in an arena, like the next day. Yeah. Um, it, oh yeah. On some on some outsiders type shit. Yeah, that would have been great. Um, so it was all like the qualifi- qualifying matches. Raw had uh, Drew McIntyre against uh, U.S. Champion Andrade. Uh, uh, McIntyre won. Uh, Rollins had throughout the the night these weird uh, vignettes that was just him saying a couple things like it would last like ten seconds. And I said, <laughs> watching it with uh, Stephanie and Rob, I said, "Watch, Rollins is going to come. There's got to be a reason why he's in the building. There's no reason why they're going to have him like come to the arena, uh, in the empty arena, and just cut these these promos." And then, sure enough, he comes out and attacks uh, McIntyre. So that's setting up something there. Um, and that's going to be your money in the bank match. And there's your bank match. Uh, moving on, Wednesday nights. Black Wednesday. Uh, Black Wednesday. What'd you watch first? I did watch NXT first. You watched NXT first. So did I. Yes. Uh, no, I didn't. I watched AEW first, but we can go NXT. So, um, is, is anything really quickly, because it was, this is actually a, uh, a a lot of matches on this, and, and it's weird how they're, they're, since they have to go pretty much live now, that they have to put, like, more, they fill in more and more matches here it's for yeah. contractually obligating. Um, so Ballard defeating uh, Fabian Eichner. Uh, Got it. I uh, thank you. Uh, I was I was just, I was gonna say that I <laughs> I, I like that uh, Imperium. I like Eichner. <laughs> I like Eichner. I like that they they can kind of branch off and from underneath of uh, Walter's hand and kind of do their own thing. And Eichner's really good. <laughs> Eichner's like they both are. They both are really good. Yeah. No, they're both really good. Um, the worst wrestler out of all of them is Alexander Wolf, and even still, he's. He, he, he's, he's good. He's okay. That, that boy good. <laughs> that boy good. Uh, so I can put up a good fight. He lost, but it it it's still Balor was able to put him over in 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 yeah. his his win. Balor's gonna get the WWE. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The NXT UK title. I'm sure of it. I'm pretty. Yeah. That, that's where that's where that's going. Yeah. And it's just gonna elevate that title. I just like. Well, let me let me take that back. Before we rephrase this, I I am interested in seeing these these wrestlers who are over. More over than the actual uh, uh, division, so like Charlotte Flair is more over than NXT, but she's their champ. Finn Balor will For be sure. way over, way more over than the brand NXT UK. But because you put a belt on him, now it's going to put eyes onto that product. Uh, the argument could be made that Adam Cole is also more over than NXT. Yes, I you can, can you can put Adam Cole in any arena in his entrance. People are going to scream. Bay Bay. Yes. But that he he can only do NXT. 
like especially with everything going on like if he went anywhere else and i'm not saying he couldn't do raw or smackdown it would it would be a detriment to his career if he went anywhere else other than nxt which is sad because then you're talking about working with mcmahon as opposed to triple h this is this is true and and it's just it's kind of sucks um it's true Zaylee defeating Aaliyah. uh let's see tozawa uh, so okay what do we i wanted to ask you directly when i got into the show here without even asking you beforehand what is the deal or what do you think of the title of having nxt interim cruiserweight I've said this on past shows. They're trying to make it more sports-like. They put fucking records in there. I'm I'm all in on this this cruiserweight tournament title mm-hmm. match. Okay. Whatever. I'm I'm all for it. I know that Vince McMahon doesn't like tournaments, right. so I know that any any tournament we're going to get outside of WWE is going to be a good one. Mm. And this was good because I 1,000 percent expected Swerve Scott to win. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I expected him to win and him to get a little bit of a push right now. Not so much. <laughs> but he could act. He, in theory, he could he still, still win. get a push. Yeah, no, he, I mean, he could still get a push. He, he could still win this. That's what I like about this this tournament. It's just like you guys compete. Whoever's got the best record. In the, it's, it's like the World Cup. It's like you guys in each group are going to compete against each other, and whoever's got the best record will do it, you know, playoff style. Right. Which I'm I'm all for. I thought this was awesome. Um, so whoever wins his belt is going to have to face. Uh, Eventually, yes. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to have to face Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin and have like a unification <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, it'll um, be two. T- it'll be two titles. I hope this one's purple because the other one's black. Right, and you just have both of them both combined too. And Byron Saxon, yeah. by the way, going going hard on. Uh, on Devlin, like, oh, too bad, so sad. <laughs> like, stop bitching. Yeah, is he go? Is he going heel now? Jay's Saxon. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Good lord. What happened? Uh, Tegan what Knox. did Stone Cold do to him mentally? With that nut shot? Good God. Yeah, right. Shot him right up to his brain. Uh, Knox defeating Raquel Gonzalez, which I it was kind of weird because Raquel was supposed to be like this dominating force, and Tegan Knox just kind of took her out. Uh, Dexter Loomis, my new favorite uh, performer. Defeating who I my my previous favorite favorite performer because just because of his name Tahuti Miles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Dexter Lumis. I heard it on TV. I was actually looking at my phone when this match first happened because I was like, this Dexter this Dexter Lumis guy is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So and then all of a sudden I look at my phone for half a second and all of a sudden I hear Tahuti <laughs> Miles and I'm like, I'm, oh my god! I'm telling you, man, you watch your back. <laughs> <laughs> watch this watch the show and when you're if you again if you're high and you and you watch and you have, you hear the announcer say Tahuti Miles no I, I'm saying I was high when I heard Tahuti Miles and I, I crack the fuck up <laughs> yeah. he said Tahuti yeah. uh, just great um, <laughs> and Dexter Loomis by the way you gotta have a, a faction called Tahuti and the Blowfish and the Blowfish just gotta happen <laughs> we'll talk how about how much could that copyright be like, we'll, realistically we'll talk about the who would be the blowfish uh, next episode? Um, by the way, Dex- Dexter Lumis, I'm going on record as saying that he does the whatever his fin- the name of that finisher. I forgot what they called it. What uh, Tom Phillips called it. It's the same finisher that uh, Jake Hager has. Um, yes, he does. Dexter does it better. Someone uh, did um, it in WWE as well recently. Yes, I totally forgot who, but somebody did it. Yes, so that's like the new Edge. thing now. Edge did it. Yes, Edge it was did it. Edge. So this is apparently the new thing. So, but Loomis Loomis did it really well. Uh, Balor confronting Velveteen Dream, even though uh, Velveteen Dream was confronting Adam Cole, and Adam Cole apparently just can't leave his Florida uh, estate there. 
uh, his poolside uh, to to cut a promo because anywhere else. His wife is an essential worker, so it means that he can't leave. Yeah, quarantine just in case. You never know. So is is no, but he was on NXT last week. Not in, I guess he just wasn't on this week. Not in building. He's cutting all he these was. promos from his from his house. Oh, you're right. He's cutting all these promos. So okay, you're absolutely right. Is Adam Cole equal to Jordan Devlin? In that, no, because Adam Cole can show up. Right. If he so chooses to, mm-hmm. Adam Cole can be there. True. Jordan Devlin physically cannot be there for the we'll call it foreseeable future well until adam cole can actually show up in a building i equate the two of them because they're both cutting promos they can't show up into the building and you have a belt on this guy on this, uh, they should be interim nxt champion <laughs> and Who, who's going to be interim nxt champion i don't know someone that can actually show up in the building i don't know Imagine it's just like, all right, Roderick Strong is now the NXT champion just because Adam yeah, Cole. Yes, yes. He put it in. Era. Put just it, leave it under the. Put it in the, the undisputed era is the NXT champion. The whole, the whole group. Be. And then they should actually fight each other, see if they, that's, it's like some sort of boiling underlying uh, tension comes in. Um, Matt Riddle uh, cutting the promo. Hang on. One yes. second. Because I do have the, the, literally the greatest introduction for this next wrestler as part of his debut, was by Pete Dunne. All right. Mm. That was probably the most hilarious introduction I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Because I honestly, for a half a second, thought, did he change his name? I was like, no. Pete Dunne is from Birmingham, mm. and he may also have a lisp. <laughs> he has some sort of lisp, yes. And you combine the two of those together, and it comes out, Timothy Facha. <laughs> And I was like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Timothy that doesn't Thatcher. sound right at all. Oh, man. Yeah, Timothy Thatcher uh, comes out and uh, tags with Matt Riddle with no teeth and defeats uh, the UE to retain the tag team title. He's got, he's got England, England teeth. England teeth, yes, which is which are none. And then Tommaso Ciampa uh, cutting that promo. Uh, he's, got, he's got the, um, what's his name from uh, Tiger King? Uh the straight lover, straight gay lover. Uh, uh, shit. You know what I'm talking about with the tattoos. The the Batista. John. John, yes. Looks like Batista, but deflated. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Batista is what you order online, and John is what you get in the mail. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Batista is what you order from Amazon, and then John is what you order from Wish. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good one, too. <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa cutting the promo and then gets mysteriously attacked by... Carrion Cross. Excuse, oh, excuse me. Is that what he's going by now? I saw somewhere that that might be on. I think there's a T-shirt that he released. Okay. On WWE Shop, mm-hmm. and that that I think it says that his name on it. Carrion Cross. Still KK. That's good. Who? who? You saw the little boot. Yeah. Little who's boot that? Come down. Pop. Who's, who's that? Scarlet Bordeaux. Gotcha. His lady. Nah, lady. She's so hot. Yep. So I could I could not have been happier. Well, yeah, that was that was a good. Uh, I wish people again uh, all these all these these debuts. I wish people were actually there. But um, would, would really messed up. Would that have got? I'm sorry. Would that have gotten over with people in what? the arena? That debut of of uh, Carrying Cross, Killer Cross. Um, as a video package, like people know who he is in the arena. I don't think so. Right. If you orchestrated it somewhere where Tomasa was in the ring. Hmm. And maybe blacked out full sale or something like that, mm. and then you have him show up, and it, th- let's say the lights go out, and you just see him 
with Scarlett. He's on the floor doing whatever he was doing on the video. Scarlett's just standing there looking like a dime. Like I'm assuming she was on the rest of the I'm video. I'm sure, yeah. I can see where's her feet. <laughs> right. Uh, damn. Uh, I just, yeah. It's sad that there's nobody there that kind of appreciate that. I but know. Scarlett Brando is. You so, could have done it. So it would have worked. It would have worked at the arena. Yeah. You wouldn't have been able to. I don't think it would have worked with the, on the screen. Like, I don't, I don't think it would have worked that way. Right. Do it. Do it live. Do it live. Yeah. Uh, that is your NXT. Um, we also forgot about the, uh, they, they showed it that Keith Lee between, so the Keith Lee promo that they had. Oh um, my God. Which is really good. She brought a tear to my eye, man. Really good. And then. Uh, yeah, so I basically told my family F off. I, I was go. doing this and they were like, all right, well, you're homeless. Get out. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> just got kicked out of my oh, house. Fuck. Yeah. That's just, it's sad. Um, but look at him now. Look at him now. And then Charlotte cutting uh, the promo of all promos on just everybody. <laughs> like literally, you, you just you just called yourself the greatest of all time, and this is why. And I just said from the past, the present, and the future, I've, I've beat, beaten them all. And here's here's exactly the list, the rundown. And she gave the rundown between Oscar uh, uh, breaking that streak and uh, Trish Stratus coming in to come back in, and she she beat her. Um, retiring the Divas title. Retire, right. <laughs> Taking that title. Retiring that nonsense. Um, yeah. Well, she went through the entire Is list. Is she the only woman to ever hold all of the titles? All the belts. All of the women. Obviously not the original women's title, but ever since the Divas title, she's held every belt since. Yeah. Actually twice, yeah. More than once. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she was a multiple time Divas champion. I believe. Hmm. It's, it was just crazy. It's, it's very impressive. Um, okay, from WWE, like we take a break from from WWE, all that talk of the dubs to go to AEW and uh, their their show Dynamite. Uh, your your boy Jericho, who I know you love so much on commentary, is back. Okay, any change of heart, by the way, in in this? Yes. Okay, for the better or for the worse? For the better. Okay. I did. I appreciated Jericho's commentary a lot more this week. Okay. I don't think he was stepping on Shivani too much. I think the back and forth was pretty good. Mm. A couple points where you're like, mm. but all in all, I, I, I respected it a lot more this week than I did previously. Okay. I think it's funny. Um, yeah. I think it's funny. And uh, you got a little, a little, uh, anytime I can have him say, a little bit of the bubbly, even for a uh, a promo half a second. for half a second. They're doing the, the hashtag AEW, watching AEW, and you just post the video um, of you watching it. It's it's uh, I go, I want to win some uh, some bubbly. So he was uh, the uh, introduced the show, Jake the Snake. I think that's like, like the, this is gonna be like the the thing going forward. Every every dynamite yeah. to just have we know him. every dynamite is gonna start with the Jake the Snake promo and then a Lance Archer match. Lance Archer match. <laughs> He's just immediately coming out by himself. Um, so you can basically manage, uh, remotely manage your, your guy. I um, really, really like this match. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed it a hell of a lot more than I thought I was going to. I, I, I forgot how much I like Coke man. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Baby. I, re- I, I, I did too. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know a lot of his work. Like I couldn't tell you all of the work that he's done mm. other than that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> other than that. I, I had no idea what Coca Bana did. Uh, like I saw a couple clips recently, hmm. but 
I'm I'm enjoying Cole Cabana. Yeah, no, really, he's... I'm really happy he's in AEW. Yes, <laughs> it's 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 good. That's a he's good... got a national spotlight on him. Good now, pickup. I think he's only gonna excel. Good pickup for him. So uh, Archer, Absolutely. this was the uh, match number two of the tournament, the TNT uh, title tournament, and uh, Archer takes it. Um, let's see what else here we had. We had the, the Murderhawk winning, uh, and then they, they throughout the the night having like different uh, MMA. Uh, guys and AEW guys kind of weigh in personalities. Yes, weigh in on the on the Hager and Mox match. Um, so yes, yeah, Ariel Hawani from ESPN. That Ariel Hawani one is interesting because he is very tight with the WWE. I think Hawani. I think so. I, I've never heard a connection with him. Well, I know he's very tight with Peter Rosenberg, and Rosenberg is obviously in the WWE. Right. I don't know. I've I don't know. Um. I thought he was with the WWE. That uh, one caught me uh, off guard. I was like, "Shit, this guy!" Yeah, no, I, I, never, I never get out of town. I never heard of a, a connection with him in WWE. Uh, AEW announcer, Human Suplex Machine, Taz weighs in, and so every, everybody, basically everybody from AEW picked uh, Mox. Everybody from MMA World picked uh, Hager to win this, yeah. which makes absolutely no sense because it's not a MMA match, except um, for San, uh, uh, Ortiz at the end. Obviously, this is true, right? Right, Santana <laughs> and Ortiz. Yeah, they both obviously picked, yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. pick Hager. Um, <laughs> what a, what an unfortunate name to have. The Golden One, uh, Cassandra Golden, which I understand that her last name is Golden, but I just think of like Golden Showers. Um, against, yeah. How uh, do you think Kenny Omega felt when he was in the the tag team with uh shit? Uh, uh he was in the Japanese team wrestlers. He was in a tag team with shit. No, he was in the tag team with uh. I to- I to- I'm totally spacing on the name, but it was a Golden something. The Golden Powers? I think it was the Golden Powers. Okay. I have no idea. And they called their finisher the Golden Trigger. <laughs> okay. And the Young Bucks did it recently at the Revolution match for the tag team titles. Mm. They did the whole Golden Trigger and then knee to the face. <laughs> okay. Um, Hilarious every time I hear it, though. <laughs> the, the, the funniest part about this, yeah, I can't eat golden <laughs> Oreos like that. Like they totally, totally ruined it. For <laughs> ruined. The, the 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 best part of this match was it was her. This this I think it was like her first match or second match, whatever. Cassandra Golding going up against Doctor Britt Baker, and it, it, the, the weird part was that they showed Britt Baker getting her nose destroyed from last week. They cut a promo of her in her office with the bridge of her nose covered up, and then. They had this match, which was obviously taped before, because there's nothing wrong with her nose. Yeah, no. Yeah. So it they they did a couple things during this AEW, which uh, editing wise made absolutely no sense. Um, and the, the last match also the the main event was kind of uh ex- an example of that, and, and we'll we'll get to that. Um, Mike Goldberg from Bellator MMA, obviously predicting Hager. Um, the <laughs> the bubbly the bunch. bubbly bunch. <laughs> it was very funny. Uh, quarantined bubbly bunch uh, going in Jericho in the inner circle. He started uh, Santana started that thing with a Euro chant, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> this motherfucker, this motherfucker from New York, right here. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Um, Pineapple Pete, Shug D, Pineapple Pete <laughs> against the Spanish God Sammy Guevara. Uh, let me see here. What do you say here? Uh, let me give you an example of how I'm going to beat the hell out of Darby Allen. And then he proceeds to destroy Shug until Darby runs out. Um, Big John McCarthy. I didn't know he was with Bellator. I thought he was still with uh, UFC. 
No, he but, is the uh, commentator for he he quit the job. I don't know if he quit, but whatever happened, and, hmm. uh, he became the commentator for Bellator. Oh, nice. Okay. Instead of instead of a rep for the UFC. Uh, I love Big John McCarthy as a ref, though. Yeah, no, he was great. They were like he would just yank guys off, like matches when, over. When he when he was refing a match, when he was refing a fight in UFC, mm-hmm. I was like, this fight's gonna be good. Every time, every time, every time, he was in some classic UFC bouts. Um, super bad, Kip Sabian and uh, oh, Penelope Ford is just like probably the hottest. I put her and Mandy Mandy Rose. They got to be like a like a side by side and compete with the two of them. Fuck, ready? Fuck, Mary, kill. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Okay, yes, go, go. Wow, I heard that. I had, that to, crack was my, a lot. I had to crack my knuckles. Go ahead. Uh, Mandy Rose, mm-hmm. Penelope Ford, okay, Scarlett Bordeaux. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm gonna kill Scarlett. Shit. Yeah, I'm gonna kill Scarlett. I'm going to. Fuck Penelope and marry Mandy. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Scarlet's just a, like a casualty of war. Yeah. Like a Clyde Drexler. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Clyde, yes. She's the Clyde Drexler of that era. I think of Scarlet. I think of Clyde. Um. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Kip Sabian <laughs> and, and Chuck Taylor here with the Orange Cassidy favorite favorite moment of the, of the match when Penelope Ford gets on the apron and does like her her tease, and then <laughs> Orange Cassidy does the same thing. Like, good. What, it was what a favorite moment of everybody's match. Yes, Cassidy Everybody doing the same thing match. until, until uh, uh, what? Jeez, what's his name? Uh, Papa Papa came in and pulled uh, Cassidy. Jimmy Havoc. Thank you, Havoc came. So that's going to set up for next week. Uh, Havoc and Cassidy, his first dynamite match. <laughs> um, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so Justin Law and the chairman uh, Sean Spears. Uh, let's see there, and then I'm so happy AEW is taking little little tiny digs. Vince McMahon. It is hilarious. How so? Every time I laugh so fucking much just seeing any Dark Order fucking thing with the Exalted One and he's in a full suit mm-hmm. calling himself Mr. Brody Mr. Brody Lee. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And this dude with the chairman it's just it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the main events. Your No Holds Barred empty arena match with Hager and Moxley and who's on commentary but good old JR. Uh, Jim Ross. And this was filmed when they were sky. still <laughs> via satellite, I'm sorry. Yeah, via satellite. This was filmed when they were still uh, working out of uh, uh, what was that arena? QT Marshall or Daily Plaza? Yeah, Daily Plaza. Yeah. Daily Palace, something like that. Palace, the one in Jacksonville. Yes, yes. Yeah. From from the, the palace, I'll just call it the palace. Uh, this was filmed while they were still uh, at the. Some the might palace. call this the malice at the palace too. <laughs> it wasn't even that bad. Um, this was uh, I. I Okay, I, I was just bored. <laughs> I Me was, too. I was this bored was with this the match. Most MMA I've seen in a wrestling match ever in my life. Yes, and it bored the shit out of me. <laughs> I just exactly. for some reason it this just... is exactly what it, it's the wrestling version of Yoel Romero versus uh, Israel Adesanya. Okay, that, that's what I can say because le- legitimately I watched the whole thing and the first two three minutes is them just dancing around each other and I was like. Come on, please don't do this to me again. Yeah, no, it's just it kind of just like to, yeah, it, it, that's what it was. A lot of dancing back and forth and just uh, yeah. I, I couldn't get into it. A couple good holds. I I di- I didn't mind it. Mm. I just don't think it really worked that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But uh, yeah, AEW losing again for second week in a row to NXT in the in the ratings, and uh, with, with a world title match. With a world title, yeah, that's right. With a world title match, a no holds barred world title match, um, 
I, I don't know. People aren't getting bored with AEW. Actually, as a matter of fact, I still I still like the the format that they're doing with having people like on the sidelines and kind of I think doing all the matches without having all these vignettes. But I, I don't know. I don't know what the difference and is. AEW won in the in the eighteen to four, eighteen to whatever thirty nine demographic. Well, that's why NXT is winning because they're getting the older folk. <laughs> The older folk are yeah. uh, coming out in, in, in droves and watching. I just don't know what to watch. They're like, oh, the USA Network. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah. Oh, what is this? <laughs> we go from law These and, are women? Law and order. To, women uh, fighting? Yeah. What? <laughs> We're talking old people, right? Just so I got that correct? Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So that, that <laughs> I stand by what I said. <laughs> NCIS. I can't change the channel. So I'm just going to watch this. Um, Honey, what are you doing in there? I just. <laughs> Remote broken. Maybe I can't. I can't find clicker's the not working. I, I can't get clicker's, up. Clicker's broken. I can't get it up. There's I can only travel from my bed to the the chair. Uh, I can't get to, to the TV. Smackdown, really quick here. Um, so you had the stipulation with uh, with Tamina and Sasha uh, that Tamina had to defeat Sa- Sasha, and so she did. Tamina beating Sasha. In no way, in, in any other real universe, would Tamina actually have actually have won. But because of uh, coronavirus. Uh, all these all these people are starting to get uh, pushes. So like Tamina, uh, Sheamus had a squash match. Da- yep. Data Brooke, let's go. Finally taking a win. Piped. She's one in fifty. Congratulations, yeah. Dana Brooke. Yeah. So she's in this storyline as well you, as with if Camille. she lost, she would have been one of the next people released after the Black Wednesday, like at the yeah, after and then the after and then Batista would have been like, "Hey, you want to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3? <laughs> <laughs> in my bed. Uh yeah, so then there you go. So Dana Brooke finally taking a win. Um, it's about time. It's, I mean, not that I like her as a wrestler either way, but I'm just saying it's, you have all these people that are just like on the bottom of the barrel here. And just, She's been there for so long too. It's been like yeah, six seven years now. Get her something. Good God. Um, yeah. Daniel Bryan defeating Cesaro and Money in the Bank. The only Money in the Bank for the guys in the qualifying match for the night. Everything else uh, for those matches starting next week. Um, and then the, your main events. Uh, it was Biggie. The Miz and Jey Uso for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship triple threat match. I initially thought this was a ladder match, not not to be. It was just a triple threat match. I did, I did as well. So. Uh, I, I think they they should have done been awesome. But uh, at the end of the day, Big E getting the win, uh, nice. which is not only setting up for. I don't agree with it. Oh, you don't agree with it? I think the Uso should have won. How so? I'm just, I'm I'm sticking to my guns with that storyline of the first, you know, a time or whatever. Mm. Maybe they're saving it for the first ten time between the two of them. Mm. First off, there's only one ten time tag team champion, right? Mm. Is there Dudley Boys? They were ten. I think so. So who did? Oh, New Day. Uh, New Day broke the uh, demolitions streak. Of yes, these, the longest consecutive days. Okay. Yes. Got it. Um, I, I yeah, I got. I have to actually look that up. I'm not sure. Uh, but in the meantime, so Big E takes it for New Day, and so now not not only do New Day get to brag against the Usos as far as the, the amount of titles won, but this is definitely going to set up something with the Miz and John Morrison. Um, absolutely. As far as there was some sort of dissension, uh brought in during the, the the dirt sheet but now this is definitely setting that up and again if you have not watched this match just proceed to the end of the match where biggie wins and for the next obviously wrestling not being fake they filmed uh even though and this was live this was actually live they filmed uh kofi and uh xavier woods 
their their victory videos from home and uh for the next like two three minutes you just see big e writhing all over the arena just like on the floor he's, <laughs> he's licking the belts he's humping the floor um it was, it was just outstanding i was cracking up it, uh, big e uh I, I, not, probably not this year but i should say 2021 give him some sort of belt as far as the singles because uh, he, he deserves it he's great um yeah, I, I would like to know what the the streak is, uh, as far as the amount of belts. We'll find that out. But I'm looking that up as we speak. While you're looking that up, I want to thank you guys for listening. This this show was kind of I don't know if I was looking forward to it only because this week because of all the shit we had to talk about with the amount of people that were let go. But uh, this was definitely an interesting week, and for for things to happen during everything going on now. It kind of gets heightened. It kind of is accentuated, um, because it's really as far as as far as sporting events goes, this is it. This is the only game in town, and it, again, it gets it gets put more up on the the pedestal because nothing else is going on. So all eyes were pretty much on this. It was front page of WWE, uh, not WWE, ESPN uh, app. Like you open up the app, and the first thing you saw was uh, to WWE wrestlers uh, let go. And uh, and then it, throughout the day, it just showed like different uh, people, just the names of different people. At one point, it just said Kurt Angle released. Um, the number kept going up. It's like 15 wrestlers released, 20 wrestlers, including producers, released. And it kept going and going and going. So it's definitely in the for- forefront of everybody's mind, especially with nothing else going on. Um, so, yeah, I, I, all that being said, I just wasn't really too, too keen on finding out or, or talking about this. Um but it had to be done. It just had to be done. Um, and then they're, they're still going on business as usual. Uh, no mention of anything. Uh, they were also told that uh, SmackDown not to mention anything as far as Roman Reigns. Um, rest, yeah, Vince McMahon said that you're not allowed to talk about Roman Reigns at all. Which is weird. Like, he wasn't fired. Just uh, but more of like an out of sight, out of mind kind of scenario. Because yeah. now that uh, Strowman has the belt. There's no need to have uh, Roman in their shit nope oh man anything over there on wwe.com it says this over their illustrious career the dudley boys have been tag team champions 18 times 18 times in total listen to this in october 2001 bubba and devon captured the wcw tag team champions to become the first and only team to win the tag teams all three major organizations at survivor series that year the alliance was defeated but the Dudley boys stood tall in a brutal steel cage match against longtime rivals, the Hardy boys, Bubba Ray and Devon unified the WCW and world tag team champions and are recognized as the final WCW tag team champions, tag team champions over their illustrious career. The Dudley boys have been tag team champions 18 times. WWE.com over their illustrious career. Yes. I don't know how many of those, are in the WWE. I'm on uh, Wikipedia. This is fascinating radio, but I'm on the, I'm the Wikipedia right now, and so I, I'm I'm in '96, and I still have yet to see their name. Uh, let's see here: New Age Outlaws, New Age Outlaws, Kane, Mankind, New Age Outlaws, Acolytes, Hardys. I got it. 
please. The team with the most reigns is the Dudley Boys. Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley with eight. Edge has the most individual reigns with 12. Two tag teams have held the titles for 365 days or more. Demolition, who was the first, set the record at 478 days, and the Valiant Brothers. And it has been updated, but the new day as well. So eight times, eight. at least. Yeah, that's what I see here. I see eight, eight times. Right? Yeah, so this is the, now they're tied. They're now tied with the Dudleys for most in WWE. Yeah. Until someone inevitably breaks that because McMahon likes to break records that are older wrestlers that aren't, aren't in the company anymore and kind of like push them out as far as the record books. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, man. What a week, dude. What a week. What, what a time to be alive. Is it, though? <laughs> what a time to be alive. Next week, uh, more uh, uh, Money in the Bank qualifiers. Uh, hopefully, no more names added to the list of uh, fired or furloughed uh, performers. But uh, I, I hope, doubt it. Hopefully I we... think there's going to be more. Yeah. Yeah. It just sucks. It does. It just sucks. It does. Um, hopefully, not get... a good time for the WWE. No. It's not a good look either, because by the and and did you mention this in the, in the end of every, everything else we were talking about with with the layoffs, but that uh, Lyndon McMahon had donated twenty million dollars to the uh, the Trump uh, campaign, so it's just kind of it's a, it's, a, it's a bad time. It's a, it's it, you can do listen, uh, McMahon was on the, the air quote payroll with Trump as far as being the small business uh, head for the the country, yeah. um for a little bit. So you, you obviously you have you have allegiance. That's it's all well and good, but the timing of the donation, <laughs> having twenty million dollars to put forth Isn't, to that. Uh, uh, Vince is on that committee to uh, restart the economy. Yes, didn't Trump <laughs> appoint him the head of the committee to restart the economy? He's like one. Of oh the... my God, that conference call on Zoom, <laughs> open everything up. Damn it! <laughs> God, that's gonna be fucking great. Oh my God. Uh, Everything's reopened. Fuck it. Have at it. <laughs> have at it. Have fun. <laughs> Let me know how Just those... don't say Roman Reigns are wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's the naughty words. Just have at it. You know what? Go at it. Make sure Belt that uh, up your pants. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will be comfortably watching from this TV right here because there's no way in hell. I, I don't care what McMahon I says. Be comfortably watching from this TV right here. <laughs> the, the arenas are open. Yeah. Open up everything. We're gonna have everything live. Like and, and people will go. People will definitely go. Have have fun. Here's a spoiler alert. Even oh. when things are still live, gonna watch 99% of all of my wrestling on this TV. On TV, yes. Until they can get a, a <laughs> antidote where I can just jack it into my neck and and, and puncture it and, and inject myself with the the antidote uh the vaccine for the virus I'll be I'll be watching right here cuz the I, crown? Yes, the crown. The, the crown. The crown. I just bought God a whole damn. case of corona too. Delicious. Did you really? I did. Damn the virus. It's not like yeah. it's, it's not like in the beer. Support small business, right? <laughs> that's right. Fuck it. Yeah, that's right. You got to support somewhere. <sighs> What a week. What a week. Ladies and gentlemen. What a week. Sons of Slam is up and out. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Adios, Adios. muchachos. Oh, by the way, Peace we, out. we had a good week. Yes, we had played. I played this song one other time uh, in one of the previous episodes, and I figured while listening to this the other day, I'm like, this should be apropos uh, for all these... All these Baby wrestlers and talent that are just down and out. Kanye, this is that 1970s oh. hair on flow, huh? 
Yeah. We out. Sons of Slam podcast.